the main two things I want to talk about today are really wedding leads in a post-pandemic world, a post-ish, right? Because I guess, is it still, are we still in a pandemic? Does anybody officially know? Is there an official word? I guess it's probably a yes, right? Um, maybe that's controversial, but regardless, we're going to talk about, okay, what's it looking like for leads and the best way to achieve leads in a post-pandemic world? So if you're wondering, hey... What should I be thinking about as I'm booking for the future and looking to book and trying to get um, more bookings in maybe the next year, the year after that? How am I going to set myself up now to do that, right? There's things that we can be doing now to be more successful in the long run. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about... Um, let's see. The other, the other thing we're going to jump into, which... It's kind of exciting to me because I hear this a lot is, are my ideal clients on Google? This is what I hear a lot. I get calls from people and they're like, you know, I'm really interested in SEO, but do you think I can find ideal clients on Google? And almost always the answer is yes. So we're going to talk about that more in depth and why I'm very strongly a yes on that you can find your ideal clients on Google. And I think it's funny that I get so many of those questions, and I'll tell you why here in just a little bit. And uh, so that's that's going to be coming up, so stick with us there. And um, so let's go back. Let's go back to future of leads in our post-ish pandemic world, or just leads as we move forward into the future. You know, I think what we've experienced as wedding photographers and photographers in general is obviously a lot of us have had a huge drop in how many weddings we're shooting, right? I mean, there's an immediate drop, but probably there's a little bit of a change in the amount of leads that you're getting from your lead sources. Now, maybe you're not like that. I know not everybody is. And to be honest with you, um, I've gotten as many leads, if not more leads than before the pandemic. So I have not seen anything but a potential increase. And like just a few minutes ago, I got a phone call, uh, probably found us on Google. I, I let them, they left a voice message, but it was, uh, they're, they're actually, they were supposed to be getting in, getting married in Southern California. And now it's kind of like, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that right now. Probably still going to do that next year, but we are still getting married. So they want to do, you know, like a, a small intimate wedding here where they live, which is Louisville, Kentucky. So, you know, we get calls like that. We get calls of people that are saying, Hey, look, I'm rescheduling my photographer. Can't just can't do it. Um, can you do it? So our leads have been very, very similar, if not higher than normal. So that's something that I think that if you're diversified in where you're getting leads from, you're more than likely to have a more um, consistent amount of leads coming in. So when I say diversified, I'm saying, okay, wait, well, are you on Facebook? Um, and now, again, I don't, I don't use Facebook, but I know people that are using Facebook and have to had told me that they've had good results from things like Facebook ads. Um, I've had people say, you know, of course, Instagram is still doing well. I've heard some people say Instagram not doing well. Some others saying that it is doing well. Um, and then, you know, I haven't heard anybody really getting many leads from things like The Knot um, or even some of the other ones like Style Me Pretty. So, you know, if you're someone and you're like, yeah, I actually am getting quite a few leads from stuff like Style Me Pretty, you should let me know that because last I've heard nobody's getting stuff from from a lot of those lead sources. So the point being, though, is if you're if you're in with planners, if you're in with venues, if you're in with other vendors, and you're on Google, and you're doing whatever else that you know is working for your business, 
that's going to be a lot better for you, especially as things start to open up more and more. Now, the places like destination areas, those are the places that I expect to open up more slowly. So if you're in a destination area, um, say like, for instance, I know some some uh, destination folks down in like southern Florida, right? And so they're used to New York money. Now, are New York City people planning their wedding a whole lot right now and making all those plans and booking? I don't know. If you're in one of those areas, let me know. But what I've anticipated is that those areas are going to be getting uh, probably they're probably not ramping up as much as maybe certain other areas. But again, the the more of the story is still the same. You should be investing into various sources or at least just figuring out what sources work the best for you. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say, look, I want to be ready and ranking on Google. So as people are booking more and more and looking for photographers, I want to have that extra exposure. And I know people that they don't really like to focus on the networking with planners and they don't like to have to be at the mercy of referrals. Right? So I, which again, it's you just have to figure out what works for you and your business. So, you know, if you've kind of been thinking about Facebook ads, you know, or maybe you've kind of been thinking about, well, maybe I should reach out to that planner. Or maybe you've been thinking about Google and actually ranking on Google. My biggest encouragement is that you just do it. Now, I don't think we'll get into this too much today, but one thing that I preach a lot um, to a lot of people I know, maybe I haven't preached it as much here in this group, but diversifying your income in general is such a good idea. And one of the reasons I love SEO so much is because it does help you gather so much data in order to be able to do things like targeted Facebook ads. So if you've been one of those people that's like, man, I really want to do a digital product or a physical product, or you've just thought about anything like that, SEO is fantastic for that. So, you know, you may not see it today like, Okay, well, I should invest in SEO, but believe me, if you're someone that you want to be doing various things and diver start diversifying your income, I highly recommend SEO because you're able to pivot from that point and invest in your marketing in a way that you can use for just about anything down the road, whether it be search engine in general, just getting traffic, or whether it be having targeted ads, or whether you're trying to build a newsletter list, right? So again, this message that, you know, at least that part of this message may not be for everyone, but the point is, is that diversification is a really, really, really good thing. Now, last week on Easy SEO Live, we talked about how to diversify from a position of strength, right? So if, if we are ranking on Google and we're being seen as the authority, right, brides are booking us and then booking their planners and venues, for example, which doesn't always happen, but I have had that happen, and if we're coming from that position of strength, we can network a lot more effectively than if we're just coming trying to wine and dine, schmooze, and, and ultimately trying to get value from other people. You know, that's other vendors, they want to see that you have value to offer them. You know, if you can offer to drive traffic to them, that's a lot more than if you're just saying, hey, what, you know, what can I get from you? And we don't say that, but even internally, if we're communicating that, that can be negative for our networking stuff. So we talked about that last week. So if you haven't seen the uh, the video for that, make sure you go watch it. That was, I think that was episode two, right? I was trying to remember if this was episode two or three, but you know, I've been doing these easy SEO lives every Monday at 3.15 uh, Eastern Standard and then 12.15 Pacific Standard Time, right? And so I, I think that's correct. Pretty sure that's correct. So 
I'm doing these because there's so many things, there's so many questions I get from people that it's like, man, it'd be nice to go ahead and start doing these easy SEO lives and just diving into some of these things that people are thinking about. And right now, a lot of the focus that I see is on leads. How can I just get leads? How can I position myself into the future even in order to get leads? And so that's why we're talking about leads in a post-pandemic world. Like, what are you doing now in order to set yourself up for success to be getting leads into the future? Okay, because a lot of us in the present, we get caught up into the, oh, man, so-and-so canceled. I've had this many cancellations. I've lost this much money. But it's the people that really look ahead and say, okay, I want to commit to actually succeeding no matter how hard it gets. Those are the people that end up the strongest, and end up taking more and more of the market share. That's why even you look at many of the companies that are so big, uh, many of them were even started in pandemics, okay? So that's why I really, with this uh, Easy SEO Live, I want to encourage people to continue putting in the effort to get the leads. Now, you know, there's a lot of other groups that I think are good for stuff like this that you can get into that it's like, you know, how's your booking rate? Are you, are you good at booking people? Um, you know, do you have a, a smooth interface where people can easily reach out to you through your website? Are you are you um, creating a a experience for people that are that are reaching out to you? Are you are you doing a good job and where you're getting reviews from people? You know, all these things can matter, but I think it is very important that if you have not diversified your actual lead income. Okay, when I say lead income, I'm saying your lead generation sources. If you've not done that, it's good to diversify. So, and I'm not saying again, I'm not saying you have to do Facebook ads. I'm not saying that you have to do, you know, paid advertising. I'm not saying you have to do anything necessarily, but you really need to find out what works for you. And like I said from from last week's Easy SEO Live, I think Google is if not it, it, it's if not the best way to diversify. And, and create a, a position of strength within your market, it is, if it's not the best way, it's, it is for sure up there, right? And imagine this, okay? Again, I like Facebook ads. I believe in Facebook ads. But if a bride books you through a Facebook ad, and then maybe she goes to her planner and says, yeah, I found them through a Facebook ad. That doesn't sound super authoritative, okay? It sounds like you paid money and you were able to connect. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I think it's great. I say do everything if you can, or at least master one and then master the next, master the next. But if a bride is like, yeah, I found them on the first page of Google, that's kind of big because you're looking like an authority. Okay? And that's something that we don't, I don't think even translates very well on Instagram is that authority because a lot of what Instagram is, is is it's getting the numbers and posting consistently and regularly. So again, I'm not saying that Instagram is not a good way to book brides. <laughs> so don't nobody come to me after this and be like, well, I think Instagram is the best way to do it. And you can get authority that way. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying the way that Instagram is set up, is set up for consistency. And that's really the biggest one. Okay. So Google is more focused on authority, and I think it was episode one is where we talked about this a lot. So what I'm saying is, is in our world where people are going to be booking weddings in a post-pandemic world, I think it's actually very smart to use Google because of how you can target specific locations. If your business is destination-based, you know when the pandemic happened and lockdown happened, 
stuff got completely shut down, and in some places it's still shut down. So the the beauty of Google is that you can target specific areas and you can rank locally. And because of that, that means that you can have that lead source for local local areas as well as for destination areas or specific venues. Okay, And I just think it's a little bit harder to do that on things like Instagram or even with paid ads. So Google within itself is a very broad um, palette for which you can diversify. So again, if you're somebody that your income was destination stuff, you really got to think about how to diversify. Now, I'm not saying we're going to have another lockdown, but there's people that said they would do it. You know? So that's why it's really, really smart to diversify. And within the Easy SEO for Wedding Photographers group, it's been one of my goals to help people prepare both just for booking or if something else comes up in the future. So if you're watching this, you know, my message to you is diversify. You know, look up ahead and kind of see what could happen and don't get anxious about it, but think, okay, what can I do right now in order to sort of prepare myself for success into the future? That was one of the reasons that Easy SEO was founded was because it was looking up ahead, seeing, okay, I could do all this work and all these other different things, or I could just rank on Google, and then it gives me that position of power to be able to accomplish other things, right? That forward-looking view is something that can create much, much stability, and that's where diversity comes in. So I hope that's really, really helpful because I don't want people getting caught next time things come around. And again, this is where the stuff like digital product, okay, um, that I think it. I think everybody should have a, a digital product. I think a lot of people get hung up like, well, how do I create a program or how do I create a video course or how do I do this and that? There's so many questions that come up and so much doubt. And I've been there before. You know, when I first started Easy, Easy SEO originally, quote unquote, started as an agency because photographers knew I was booking with Google and they were finding me on Google and I had that exposure through that. And then was like, oh, yeah, I can offer that as value to people. And the program developed from there to where now it is so much better. And I think it gets so much better results in a much quicker amount of time. And it keeps growing and evolving and getting better and better and better. And that's one of the reasons I get so excited about it. But there was a time when I thought, man, what could I do to diversify? What could I do to add some income? And at the time, I just thought a little bit. you know. And so I did start doing things like... Um, uh, affiliate blogging where I'd a blog about something like a camera and then I would link to it and then people would click the link and then I'd get money. And I still get money from that today. It's probably, it's a few thousand dollars a year. I think over the past three years, it's maybe made maybe $9,000, $10,000 or something like that. It's not huge, but there came a point where I was like, I really want to create my own digital product. And uh, I've done e-commerce. I have an e-commerce site that I'd say brings anywhere from I don't know, maybe thirty to 50000 per year. I'd have to double-check it, but it's something like that, and it's it requires very minimal effort from, from, from me, right? So that's nice. That's nice that's there. And I will say my when it comes to digital product and even e-commerce, those businesses during lockdown, if anything, just went up. You know, wedding photography, there's some cancellations and stuff. You know, so that's why when I, when I talk about 
leads because we're talking about leads, but even thinking about diversification, I see so many people sort of very unsure about those murky waters. And so you can keep an uh, keep an ear out here in Easy SEO for Wedding Photographers. You know, we we focus on SEO, but you know, so much of what I did was centered around SEO, and even like the the program itself. Um, I use I use SEO for the program itself, and so I'm passionate about SEO. Whether you're using it for booking weddings directly, or if you're using it to establish authority in a market and sell a digital product or a physical product, whatever it is that you have in mind. I just think that we tend to have ideas, and then we think of them as being way too far off, and we think of them being way too difficult or well, that's, this just couldn't happen. So that that's kind of what I want to encourage you with today is I want you to think, okay, this is possible. How can I do it? And I am checking my phone real quick because I want to make sure that our, our video is actually still going because, okay, it looks like it is. It froze on here, so that's why I was wanting to check it, but looks like we're good. Okay, so um, if you've got any questions about that, you should let me know. Um, I love comments. I know we've got a few people watching, so like, if you've got questions about what I'm talking about, this is this is uh, Easy SEO Live, right? So like, I want you to always feel like you can interact because it is supposed to be live so it's kind of like the live aspect you know um so let's talk a little bit about are my ideal clients on google okay this is the second thing that i want to talk about today are my ideal clients on google i get this question a lot and almost always if not always the answer is yes and the reasoning i get why people ask that is they see a lot of budget photographers ranking on google and I think part of why you see that is because a lot of the budget photographers, especially your companies, they're actually making a lot of money, and they can pay someone to do SEO for them. I think that's one of the reasons why you see that. Another reason is because I think a lot of the ones that are more budget, sometimes they are um, they're scrappy, right? They know they have to work really hard in order to get the business. So... That's why I think you see a lot of budget, more budget-oriented photographers on the first page of Google. And I'm not saying anything bad about budget photographers at all. If you're watching this and you're budget, a budget photographer, you can use Google. I know plenty of photographers that are you know, fine art wedding photographers that they cannot commit to Google. It's just not in their realm of thinking. I do know fine art photographers that commit to the Google and rank on the first page of Google and get business. Um. We have gotten many, many ideal clients through Google. It has been, I mean, really ideal clients through Google. So it's a pretty short and sweet question to answer. Uh, the answer is yes, your ideal clients are on Google. The next question I always get is, is like, well, I don't want everybody reaching out to me, though, unless they're an ideal client. And I say, well, that's with actually within Easy SEO, I teach you, you want to have at least two user avatars. You want to have an avatar that is your ideal client that you want to get them to see your expertise, connect with you, and trust you. Trust that you can tell them the story that they want to hear about themselves, right? So if you've been watching a while, you know I kind of harp on that. And then uh, thirdly, they want they need to see you as an authority and then contact you. That's what you want, right? You want them contacting you. You want the rubber to meet the road so you can book them. 
But you should have another avatar. You should have an avatar that is, that is the, the person that is not ready to contact you or is just not an ideal client and they're not going to be one. And that's okay. But the second avatar is one of the trickiest because I know I've had people come to me way under budget and yet be some of my highest spenders. They might say, oh, I want to spend 25 but then they'll really spend 75 or 8 I'm talking coming in at 2500 but they will actually spend 8000 You know, So I think we, we take people at their word far too often, and we, we sort of pigeonhole people into budget. And then that gets them thinking about money and budget. And then all of a sudden now, the amount that you can charge is more based on budget than it is on value. It's less based on your brand and the services that you offer and the invisible product that you can provide them, the, the joy, the story that they want to tell themselves. So that's where I see a lot of people sort of shift, okay, as they're thinking, budget, budget, budget. And I'm saying photographers. I've done it in the past where it's like, okay, well, what's your budget? And all of a sudden now you're immediately switching it to budget instead of value. Now, obviously, we have to talk about price at some point, but there's a lot of ways that we can not – make people spend more than they want to spend, but sometimes people just don't even know what to spend. And so if you've got this, again, lazy river, a, a a way to create frames on your site so that even the people that are not your ideal clients, you can educate them, okay? You can educate them, and if at the end of the education they're not ideal clients, they go, they leave. But guess what? They spend a lot of time on your site, and Google likes that. If they are now educated, well, guess what? Now they contact you, and then they spend possibly more money because now you've educated them as the photographer. You're the photographer. So that's why I talk about things like creating your ideal client. I do think that there are ideal clients, and we hear that all the time in the market, that there's our ideal client, and we want to market to them, but a lot of people don't yet know that they're our, our ideal client but they can be educated to become ideal clients. And there's ways to do that on autopilot. There's, If you've listened to Easy SEO Live, you've listened to me, you know I say, don't blog. Do not blog. Don't do it. Don't blog like this is Instagram. Don't treat Google like Instagram. But you can blog very specifically. And a lot of that should be based on user experience and building authority. Okay, so simple blogs like how much to invest in wedding photography. Even advice articles. These things can be really, really helpful to people and create a sense of authority. So anyhow, so the, the, again, moral of the story is, yes, I can almost guarantee you that your ideal clients are on Google. Now, if you live in a little teeny tiny town and you are charging prices that's way more than anybody wants to spend and you're not living in a destination area, your ability to charge the high price point that it far outweighs the median level income where you live, you're probably not going to, you, you might want to shift your client, try destination stuff, which I think is very risky, okay, based on talking to destination wedding photographers, by the way. Or you may just need to move to a, <laughs> to a city that has the volume and has the median level income to just support amount an amount that you need to be able to sustain your business. And I bring up median level income because median level income from my research and looking across cities, the amount you can charge for your packages on average almost always relates to the median level income. And so that's why a lot of times as a destination wedding photographer, if you're flying to these destinations, 
you're usually choosing destinations that are for the affluent, right? And so you can charge higher prices as a destination wedding photographer, which you've got to do because you do have more expenses in terms of flying and stuff like that. But if you're in a town that's itty-bitty, you kind of have to adapt to that or be willing to travel. And there's ways to use Google in order to do that. But I think this, the, the, the big point is, is that you have to think, who is my ideal client? And in this, in tying these two things together, the future of leads in our post-ish pandemic world and are my ideal clients on Google, those two topics, tying them together, it's like you have to think, how am I structuring my business into the future? I'm, am I focusing just on destination weddings? Am I, am I going to build a local market? Because pandemic happens and you're totally destination, that's, a, that's rough. That's real rough. And I've talked to photographers that that's the model, and it's rough. And now I'm not saying that you shouldn't still pursue that if that's what you want, but I think it's a very rough model to pursue by itself. Okay, and again, that comes from talking to destination wedding photographers. But if you're using Google, you can keep on marketing and towards the destination stuff while also building your local home base. Okay, there's strategies to do that. So that's really the uh, the bulk of what I wanted to talk about today is being able to to diversify. And in my opinion, I think Google is the best for that. So being able to diversify that so that you have leads coming in from every direction. And with Google, you're able to because you're able to specifically target areas and venues. You're able to build that business that is very sustainable, even. When stuff gets locked down, you have that more of that stability. And again, that's why I bring up things like the uh, digital products. You know, and again, I know I say digital product, and I see a lot of eyes glaze over. You know, when I say digital product, it can be an ebook, it can be a masterclass, it can be a um, a course, a, a program. It can be a lot of those things, but those are things that if if you recognize what you're good at and can pivot and diversify, and again, you can use Google SEO to help with all these things. You can use SEO to help discover these things. So that's what a lot of the Easy SEO program is about, is getting you into a position where you have the analytics to eventually scale your business. And I say scale as in you stop trading your specific service exclusively for money. So your time for money. Okay, because... As wedding photographers, we can only do so many weddings, right? And then eventually, we just can't do more. And the more we take on, the worse our product actually gets. But if we can diversify and have a business that's scalable, now this could be associates. You know, if someone's thought about associate photography, I have somebody in my Easy SEO program that they uh, they have an associate program. I have at least one. And um, she's going to use SEO for that. And that's a fantastic idea. I had we have one associate that we use, um, and he does a great job. And so we do have associate weddings that we that we have him shoot. But I'll tell you what, I would not want to have. <laughs> I'd be scared personally to have a huge associate team amidst all the rescheduling with the paperwork and everything else. So associates is a way to scale your business. You can use SEO for that, you know. So. If you take nothing else away from it, just know that SEO is one of those things that you can carry with your business year after year after year. And it's good for being able to bring business into whatever business that you're running. And if you're going to scale your business and diversify, 
I mean, it's almost like this should be called like the diversification plan. <laughs> Right, and if you're watching, and if, and I want to hear what you have to say. Have if you've thought about a digital product like a course or something, comment. Let me know what it was. If you feel like no, that's just I couldn't do that, or the market's too saturated. Tell me, I want to hear from you all. Um, that's one of the big things that drives easy SEO is feedback. Feedback is huge, and some of you all you, you message me later, or you talk to me later. It's funny how many people are like quiet at the time. And then later it eventually comes out at some point. But I love hearing that. So I'm always, always saying, hey, let's let's talk about what is, what's the biggest struggles that you're going through and how can we solve those? Okay, so it's approaching. We're almost at 345. So we've been on here for, man, have we been on here for 30 minutes? Kudos to you all that like actually listen to me talk for like uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> I, it's pretty impressive to me. I do have to jump off. Got another phone call. So, yeah, there's my alarm, my calendar telling me that I have a phone call. So, I oh, we just got Ryan. Ryan, you just joined us. Man, I'm like about to jump off and then Ryan joins us. How are you doing, Ryan? Let me know. There will be a replay of this. I, uh, I, I'm I trying to remember if I actually sent out last week's. I'm trying to be very, very consistent with these to where I send out um, you know, the, hey, we, we're doing these, and then when it goes live, hey, we're going live, and then also sending out a, a, a replay, the replay of it, because it's kind of hard to find in Facebook if you're looking for it that way. So um, all in all, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you so much for being part of Easy SEO. It's, uh, you, you're so valued here, and I hope that this has brought some value to you, and I look forward to be able to join you next time. Monday, 3.15 p.m. Eastern Standard, 12:15 Pacific Standard. I think it's called Pacific Standard. PST. Whatever it is. Y'all have a wonderful rest of the day and I'll see you next time.